What up, people? Today is Tuesday, December 11th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. Um, I want to start this podcast off by saying congratulations to Allen, Texas' own Kyler Murray. I live in Allen. Uh, I've been following him for the past several years since his high school days. Uh, he won the Heisman Trophy this year out of the University of Oklahoma. And just such a, a stand-up dude from what I know. Um, I know people that know him personally. They say he's a good kid. Um, he worked really hard. He initially went to Texas A&M where he transferred to Oklahoma and had to sit out a year. But uh, then he sat behind Baker Mayfield who won the husband last year. And he finally got his chance to be a starter and he's the 2018 husband trophy winner. Um, just such a, a good career at Oklahoma. Uh, this will be his last year because he's already signed a $4.6 million contract to play baseball with the Oakland Athletics after this year. So congratulations to that young man. Um, but with that said, uh, some of the things I wanted to talk about was apparently he had some old tweets from when he was 14, 15 years old that some people deemed homophobic. So he had to apologize for that. Uh, as he's accepting his Heisman Trophy and doing all the press for that. Um, And as you know, Kevin Hart stepped down from hosting hosting the Oscars because of some tweets that are 10 years old, which some deemed homophobic. They wanted him to apologize again. And I just, my question is, where does it stop? I mean, it's been 10 years ago for Kevin Hart. Uh, Kyler Murray was 14, 15 years old. So that was, uh, he's maybe... 192021 20, now um, and you apologize for that stuff and I mean people evolve over time Kevin Hart has definitely evolved over time and actually looking at some of Kevin Hart's tweets in my personal opinion I didn't deem them to be necessarily homophobic uh, if you look at the definition of being homophobic it's um, you have a disdain or dislike or prejudice against a certain group of people And I just didn't deem those necessarily homophobic in my opinion. Um, It just amazes me at how, I won't even say politically correct because I don't even think that's what the term is. It's just how overly sensitive some people are nowadays. Um, You know, Kevin Hart being a comedian, comedians say a lot of stuff and a lot of times it's offensive. Um, I've been to numerous comedy shows this year alone and it's funny how people will laugh at everything else about other people until it hits home for them, then they have a problem with it. And that's what bothers me the most. That's why, personally, I don't worry about what other people say. Um, I don't get bent out of shape over words but because at the end of the day, I know who I am. Um, somebody else's opinion of me is none of my business. But it's, I think we've gone too far uh, with a lot of this being oversensitive about certain subjects because again at a comedy show um if a comedian talks about overweight people talks about uh stereotypes i'm black i've heard comedians stereotype black people often and it's funny uh if i don't think it's funny i just don't laugh but that doesn't mean i think this particular comedian doesn't like black people but you know people will laugh at everything else until it hits home and then they want to make a big federal case out of it and it just, it, it's annoying in my opinion. Um, I think we have become a culture that's soft and, and sensitive and 
overly sensitive for no reason. And a lot of the people that's making a big stink about it, they just, to me, want attention. Um, a story came out a few days ago about Peter. Peter's coming out saying that we shouldn't use terms like grab the bull by the horns or it's raining cats and dogs because that's offensive to animals. We get the hell out of here. You know, this is just ridiculous. We're getting to a point to where you can't say anything. You can't write anything. And I think we definitely can tell intent behind stuff. Um, the school I graduated from, um, I went to two high schools. Uh, my freshman and sophomore year, I went to a predominantly black high school, uh, moved to a suburb of Dallas. And going into my junior year, junior, senior year, I went to a predominantly white high school. My junior year, in five of my seven classes, I was the only black student. So I definitely faced discrimination there. I've been called the N-word to my face. I've been told to go back to Africa, um, all kind of things. And that's why I don't get mad about that stuff because people are going to have their opinion. I never let that affect me. Actually, that just, it lets me know that these are not the people I want to be around. Um, I think I have a slightly tougher skin than other people, but I just can't let the opinion of other people get to me when I know the truth. I don't care what other people think about me. You can say what you want to say about me because other people's opinion about me doesn't matter. I, I don't feed into the negativity. Um, I have my own confidence in myself. I know the person I am. I know how I was raised and I know the people that are surrounded, uh, I'm surrounded with and that I'm blessed to have in my life. They truly know who I am. So people that don't know me, you can have your opinion. That's fine. But I just don't feed into it and I get tired of people trying to put their opinions off on everybody else. Um, so I'm just, I just wonder where does it end? How far back do you go uh, to see what these people said 15, 10, 15 years ago? Why? Because people have evolved over that time and, you know, you're just not allowing people to grow. So... That's my opinion on that. Uh, the second thing that came up yesterday, some dude fairly new to the R&B game, Jacquees, I think that's his name, he put out a Snapchat or, or something that said that he's the king of R&B for this generation. And now there's this huge debate. A lot of people have weighed in on who's the king of R&B. Is it Chris Brown? Is it Miguel? Who cares? You know, let this dude say what he wants to say. Um, you know, it's just the same debate like, is LeBron James better than Michael Jordan? Who cares? It's all a matter of opinion, and it's nothing that, um, there's no definitive answer to those questions. It's all a matter of opinion. It's all subjective, so I don't understand why people get into these heated debates about stupid stuff that you can't prove. You know, the argument about, is the Golden State Warriors better than the 92 Bulls or whatever championship team the Bulls had whatever year that was that's nothing you would ever be able to prove who cares why sit there and argue about it everybody has a right to their opinion about it so whoever the king of RB is is whoever says they are because you can't prove otherwise you know if you think LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan cool that's your opinion it, it just it's nothing that can be proven so why even continue to have the debate you know, agree to disagree and move on. It's just stupid having these debates. I hate getting into that stuff. I never get into those type of discussions because it's all a matter of opinion. 
my opinion may be different than a lot of others and that's fine we all have a right to our opinion uh, and then another stupid thing I heard today was there's a principal I think in the elementary school who's banning candy canes because they're shaped like a J and the J stands for Jesus so he's banning kids having candy canes at school this has to be one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life I mean again we're getting to a point to where you can't do anything because somebody's going to complain about it. That's why I don't worry about, you know, other people's opinions. You just can't because not everybody's going to like you or like what you say or like what you do. You just have to be you and do your thing. And you just can't worry about this stuff. This dude banned candy canes because they're shaped like the letter J and he interprets that to mean Jesus. It's just... I've heard and seen a lot of stupid things. This is just another one of them. And it's only going to get worse from here. Um, The environment we're in right now is just overly sensitive about every little thing. You cough, somebody's going to have a problem with it. You sneeze and somebody say, God bless you. They have a problem with that. So I just, I have to pray for us. And I have to pray that I can continue to be the person I am and not worry about that stuff. And finally, um, my rebel middle finger of the week goes to the judge who let the Baylor University frat president go after being indicted for rape. And he basically, no jail time, he raped a young lady, sexual assault of a young lady, and he let her go. I mean, he let the dude go with no jail time. And, you know, with the victim in the court um, pleading her case, he let this dude go. And then you have somebody like Centoya Brown, um, who at 15 years old was being sex trafficked. She was a sex traffic worker, uh, and she ended up killing the person who raped her and put her through sex trafficking. And she's been sentenced to 51 years in jail for killing the person that was raping her and put her through sex trafficking. And of course, she's a a minority, and this dude at Baylor University is a white dude. And once again, we see how privilege works. Um, We've seen it time and time again where white males get preferential treatment on things like this. Um, I saw a stat where there were four older men, uh, different sexual assault cases. One raped a baby, uh, he got like six months. Another one, slap on the wrist, house arrest, things of that nature for sexual assault. And what we've seen is a white male can commit sexual assault, can end up being president, or can end up being appointed to the Supreme Court. So again, we are seeing privilege play out in front of our face. And until we elect judges who will be fair with sentencing, um, these type of things will continue to happen. I mean, just the the punishments don't fit the crime and they're not the same across the board for everybody. So that's why so many people protest. That's why so many people have issues with the judicial system because it's not just to everyone. Um, So verbal middle finger to that judge who allowed this dude to go um, with basically a slap on the wrist, no jail time, and he doesn't have to register as a sex offender or anything of that nature. Uh, that's just horrible, it's despicable, and you deserve any bad karma you get 
I, I definitely believe in what goes around comes around. And I think for these people who are who are making these cases and allowing these dudes to get away pretty much free without any repercussions, uh, karma's going to get you. Uh, something's going to come back to, to get you at, at some point. And I can't wait to see it. Um, and I wasn't going to mention this, but right before um, I started recording this, I saw a little news clip from the meeting with the dude in the White House and the two leaders of the Democratic Party about um, trying to negotiate without having a government shutdown and how this dude kept arguing about his stupid wall and if he doesn't get funding for his wall, he's going to shut the government down just because of the wall. Um, and he kept talking about how much of the wall is already built, which is pretty much a lie. Um, but it, it, it's just stupid. This whole thing is stupid, man. Forget about your stupid wall. You're the only person that wants the wall. Uh, he doesn't have the votes in the House or the Senate to actually get the wall done. So just leave it alone. Move on and try to do what's best for this country. That's it for now. Have a good rest of the week. Peace.